show me the way to I'm taking my time on my ride. These aren't my favorite songs. They're not even necessarily the best songs, but rather my life as the playlist. With the impending Supreme Court nomination of Amy Coney Barrett being jammed through with nearly 50 million Americans already having voted in the 2020 presidential election and barely a week left until the last day of voting, despite Chuck Schumer and the Democrats' best efforts to stall her confirmation, using every procedure at his disposal to honor the will of the American people, who in every poll say that the voters should have the right to choose which president gets to select the next justice. Amy Coney Barrett has spent fewer than three years as a court judge and has served on the board of a private Christian school that once tried to ban children of same-sex parents. A school which is part of the People of Praise cult she is, or was, depending on who you believe. A cult that adheres to the doctrine that women should be subservient to their husbands. Her primary goal explicitly stated by President Trump, is to overturn the Affordable Care Act, to strip tens of thousands of their health care, which would always be grossly immoral, but especially in the middle of a global pandemic, and to ensure an election victory for Trump, should disputes lead to a Supreme Court vote. Remember that the Supreme Court wrongly handed the election to Bush after he lost the popular vote to Al Gore in 2000, setting up many of the horrors we're experiencing now. Finally, and what motivated today's episode, was that Amy Coney Barrett was specifically chosen by Trump and the Federalist Society because she will overturn Roe v. Wade. In Trump's recent town hall, he said that abortion should be, quote, kicked back to the states, end quote. And today, Chandelise Duster of CNN reported, the U.S. has joined a group of largely repressive governments in co-sponsoring an international declaration that challenges the right to an abortion. The Geneva Consensus Declaration, sponsored by Brazil, Egypt, Hungary, Indonesia, and Uganda, and signed by more than 30 countries, aims, among other goals, to affirm the, quote, strength of the family and of a successful and flourishing society, end quote. It also states that countries are committed to reaffirming that there is, quote, no international right to abortion, nor any international obligation on the part of the states to finance or facilitate abortion, end quote. Amnesty International has condemned this international declaration. They tweeted on Friday that it is, quote, another giant step backwards for reproductive rights globally, end quote. Democrat Ben Cardin, a senator in Maryland and a member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, said in a statement that he was disturbed by the announcement of the declaration. Cardin also said, the Geneva Consensus Declaration attempts to undermine bedrock human rights agreements and women's health and reproductive rights here at home and around the world. Here we are, where the threat against all of us with a uterus to be forced to use their bodies, in the words of Twitter icon Feminist Next Door, at MRAS, writing, quote, It's wild that we are on the cusp of a government mandate to force someone to grow a new human inside their bodies without their consent, and people can just go on about their day. End quote. And most of us are all going on about our days, with a small percentage contacting Congress people who are already bought off by lobbyists and a small handful of protesters who are in D.C. According to the Guttmacher Institute in the past decade, mostly red states have enacted 287 legal restrictions against abortion, making abortion services more difficult to get than at any time since Roe v. Wade. And 75% of those who have an abortion are in poverty or near poverty, and these rulings will inevitably cause suffering and death. 
Even worse, 20% of Americans believe that criminal charges should be pressed against those who choose to have an abortion. Trump himself said back in 2016 that, quote, there has to be some form of punishment, end quote, against those seeking abortion and against abortion providers themselves. Women have already been prosecuted for a variety of state statutes, including fetal homicide, for failing to report the abortion to a coroner. Women have even been imprisoned for self-inducing abortion, and laws are being used to criminalize those who've had miscarriages. Roughly, one in four women have had an abortion since Roe v. Wade has passed. Full disclosure, I'm one of them. Really full disclosure, I've actually had two. And I'm not ashamed for seeking and obtaining the health care I needed and was in mine and my family's best interests at the time. One of these episodes, I'll tell my personal story in greater detail, but it's not unlike the stories of millions of women across the United States. One thing in my favor, a huge thing, is that I was fortunate enough to have a good facility within five miles from my home with kind and experienced doctors and nurses and could afford the procedures. This is not true for millions of impoverished women across the country who have to travel hours, sometimes a day or so, to obtain a procedure, making Roe versus Wade in effect already nearly useless and making the cost even more prohibitive and putting them in even more danger since they'd spend more time away from their jobs and from their family, friends, or domestically violent partners. It's very difficult if you have to travel far away to do something in secret. But today's episode, and perhaps the next episode too, I'll be examining how abortion is represented by billboard charting artists. I'm curious how this one aspect of media, popular music, has shaped our beliefs and constructed the narrative surrounding abortion. Billboard artists, you say? Yes. It is true that our families, religions, and geographies all play a major role in whether we consider ourselves for or against legal abortion. But no doubt, mass media also plays a role. There's a ton of evidence of mass media playing roles in all kinds of things, from drugs to alcohol to sexual behaviors. And, you know, whether we're at our doctor's offices and mechanics and they're playing Fox or MSNBC, this helps shape our beliefs. Music is intrinsically linked to our cultural identity. From the time our parents sing to us as babies, we learn language through song, and our language influences how we view the world. More on this in my new and upcoming post-election podcast, Five Minute Arrival. As we age, music provides an insightful view on what is and isn't being discussed and accepted in a culture. Music gives us an outlet to discuss things we wouldn't normally feel comfortable expressing otherwise. Music helps to shape our identities, and most of us feel an emotional connection between life-changing moments from our middle school and high school years and the songs we listen to then. As I write the sentence, Bad English's Price of Love pours into my headphones, and I'm immediately a nerdy 8th grade girl sitting at my desk at school writing a letter in my notebook to the boy I had a crush on. The connection between music and identity is initially what motivated me to start this podcast to share my life story through song. So, while I know how music is an essential and intrinsic part of my identity, I was curious on a macro level about whether how we sing about an issue influences our views on that issue. In this particular moment in time, with abortion rights being threatened and a new Supreme Court justice who will overturn Roe v. Wade, I'm analyzing songs about abortion. But they'll make it a privilege, not a right, accessible only to the rich. Hey, pro-lifers need to dig themselves. 
Because life don't stop after birth. A few questions I have. One, how many songs about abortion have been recorded by Billboard Top 200 artists? For this study for this episode, the song itself did not have to chart. There aren't so many charting songs about abortion. However, if the song was recorded by a popular artist, there's a really good chance that enough people could have heard it to make an impact. Later, we can talk about why so few have even made the top 40 to begin with. Two, did each song promote a viewpoint that was anti-abortion, pro-choice, neutral, some type of nuanced in-between? Three, Curious if there are certain periods or eras of music where more pro or anti-choice songs have been recorded, and if so, does this align with political or social events of the time? 4. Are there certain genres of music that have more pro or anti-abortion songs? And finally, number 5. Is there a correlation between gender and pro or anti-abortion songs? First, let's start with a list of the 109 songs that have made it on this list. Before I do, I find it important to note that these are Billboard charting artists. However, if the artist has only ever charted on a Christian chart, or they identify their overtly an evangelical Christian band, I did not include them in this study. The reason being is that there have been several hundred anti-choice songs written by Christian rock groups, and including all of them would have greatly skewed the results of my study. I wanted to focus on mainstream charting billboard artists. I'm going to read the entire list in alphabetical order for the record, and so you may fact check me if you choose. How I compiled this list was, one, Wikipedia has a giant list A to Z of songs about abortion. On the Wikipedia list, there were close to, I want to say, well, at least 500 songs, but again, the ones that were just from evangelical Christian bands I did not include on the list so that we could focus on the mainstream billboard charting artists. Obviously, I didn't just take Wikipedia's word for it. I went down the list, but I also looked up each and every one of these 109 songs to make sure that either the lyrics were clearly about abortion, at least clearly mentioned abortion, or there's been some interview with the artist where the artist themselves said that the song was about abortion. I also consulted a few other lists that I could find online just to cross-check and make sure there weren't things that I was missing. Stay and listen if you'd like to hear me read this list, because you're likely to be reminded of some songs you've forgotten about, and also learn some new ones. It's a bit of a niche playlist, but you can also fast forward 10 minutes and follow my Spotify abortion playlist, which I will make available to everyone soon. Here it goes. Abortion, Doug E. Fresh. Anti-abortion, 1986, rap. Abortion, Kid Rock. Anti-abortion, 2000, rock. Abortion is a crime, Alpha Blondie. Anti-abortion, 1994, Reggae, Act of Love, Neil Young and Pearl Jam, Neutral, 1995, Rock, Abortion is Murder, P.O.D., Anti-Abortion, 1994, Metal, Adios Mama, Trigo Limpio, Anti-Abortion, 1979, Spanish, All My Life, Paul Stuckey, Neutral, 1990, Singer-Songwriter, All Things Go, Nicki Minaj, Neutral, 
2014, Rap, Amendment, Ani DeFranco, Pro-Choice, 2012, Singer-Songwriter, A Baby's Prayer, Kathy Tricoli, Anti-Abortion, 1997, Pop, Back Alley Surgery, Malvina Reynolds, Pro-Choice, 1978, Pop, Bad Religion, Godsmack, Anti-Abortion, 2000, Metal, Beat of Black Wings, Joni Mitchell, Anti-Abortion, 1988, Singer-Songwriter, Bellyache, Echo Belly, Anti-Abortion, 1993, Rock, Beautiful Life, Triple E, Anti-Abortion, 2012, Rap, The Big A Equals The Big M, Gary Paxton, Anti-Abortion, 1978, Singer-Songwriter, The Biggest Hurt, Barbara Fairchild, Anti-Abortion, 1982, Country, Black Chick, White Guy, Kid Rock, Anti-Abortion, 1998, Rock, Blood on the Leaves, Kanye West, Anti-Abortion, 2013, Rap, Bodies, Sex Pistols, Anti-Abortion, 1977, Punk, Brick, Ben Folds 5, Neutral, 1997, Rock, Broken Inside, We as Human, Anti-Abortion, 2007, Rock, The Call, Matt Kennan, Anti-Abortion, 2009, Country, Choices, Jeffrey Gaines, Pro-Choice, 1992, Singer-Songwriter, Dangerous Place, Julie Miller, Anti-Abortion, 1990, Singer-Songwriter, Don't Pray on Me, Bad Religion, Pro-Choice, 1993, Rock, Fat Lip, Some 41, Neutral, 2001, Rock, FDK, Mudhoney, Pro-Choice, 1995, Rock, The Freshman, Ferv Pipe, Anti-Abortion, 1997, Rock, The Future, Leonard Cohen, Anti-Abortion, 1992, Singer-Songwriter, Get Your Gun, Marilyn Manson, Pro-Choice, 1994, Rock, Gift of Life, Desmond Child, Anti-Abortion, 1991, Singer-Songwriter, Giving You Back, Robin, Anti-Abortion, 1999, Singer-Songwriter, Halo, Machine Head, Pro-Choice, 2006, Metal, Happy Birthday, Flipside, Anti-Abortion, 2005, Rap, Hard to Make a Stand, Cheryl Crow, Neutral, 1996, Singer-Songwriter, Hellbound, The Breeders, Anti-Abortion, 1990, Rock, Hello Birmingham, Ani DeFranco, Pro-Choice, 1999, Singer-Songwriter, Hide My Sin, Loreen Mann, Neutral, 1970, Country, Howard, Ricky Lee James, Anti-Abortion, 1997, Singer-Songwriter, Hypocrisy, Nuclear Assault, Pro-Choice, 1991, Metal, If I Were a Killer, Galactic Cowboys, Anti-Abortion, 1993, Metal, I Live Yesterdays, Lee Hazelwood, Anti-Abortion, 1971, Pop Country, In America, Creed, Anti-Abortion, 1997, Rock, Isabel, Dido, Neutral, 1999, Singer-Songwriter, I Would Die for That, Kelly Coffey, Anti-Abortion, 2007, Country, Jesus Loves You, Jewel, Neutral, 2001, Pop Country, Judge's Chair, Peggy Seeger, Neutral, 1996, Pop Country, Kitchenware and Candy Bars, Don't Temple Pilots, Neutral, 1994, Rock, La Femme Fetal, Diggable Planets, Pro-Choice, 1993, Hip-Hop, Legal Kill, King's X, Anti-Abortion, 1990, Metal.
Let Me Live, Pat Boone, Anti-Abortion, 1984, Singer-Songwriter. Let's Get Out of Here, Blessed Union of Souls, Anti-Abortion, 2008, Rock. Lime Tree, Bright Eyes, Neutral, 2007, Rock. Little Ones, Phil Kiki, Anti-Abortion, 1980, Singer-Songwriter. Lost Ones, J. Cole, Neutral, 2011, Rap. Lucy, Skillet, Anti-Abortion, 2009, Rock. Mama Mama, Judy Collins, Neutral, 1982, Singer-Songwriter. Moral Majority, Dead Kennedys, Pro-Choice, 1981, Punk. My Special Child, Sinead O'Connor, Neutral, 1991, Singer-Songwriter. No Apology, Anti-Flag, Pro-Choice, 1999, Punk. No Lo Perdona Diaz, Aventura, Anti-Abortion, 1999, Spanish. Nude is the News, Cat Power, Neutral, 1996, Singer-Songwriter. Oasis, Amanda Palmer, Neutral, 2008, Singer-Songwriter. Odious, Vigilantes of Love, Anti-Abortion, 1991, Rock. Operation Rescue, Bad Religion, Pro-Choice, 1990, Rock. Papa Don't Preach, Madonna, Neutral, 1985, Pop. Pennsylvania is Everclear, Pro-Choice, 1993, Rock. Plastic Rose, Dave Alvin, Neutral, 1991, Singer-Songwriter. Potter's Field, Anthrax, Neutral, 1993, Metal. Pulling Weeds, Faster Pussycat, Neutral, 1989, Rock. Rapid City, South Dakota, Kinky Friedman, Pro-Choice, 1979, Singer-Songwriter. Rainy Day, Pigeon John, Anti-Abortion, 2005, Rap. Real Life, Tech 9, Neutral, 2001, Rap. Red Ragtop, Tim McGraw, Anti-Abortion, 2002, Country. The Resistance, Drake, Anti-Abortion, 2010, Rap. Retrospect for Life, Common, Anti-Abortion, 2010, Rap. River, Eminem, Anti-Abortion, 2017, Rap. Rock-a-bye-bye, Extreme, Anti-Abortion, 1989, Pop. Runaway, Bubba Sparks, Anti-Abortion, 2006, Rap. Sally's Pigeon, Cindy Lauper, Pro-Choice, 1993, Pop. Sarah, Fleetwood Mac, Pro-Choice, 1993, Pop. Silent Scream, Slayer, Anti-Abortion, 1988, Metal. 16,000 Faces, Pat Boone, Anti-Abortion, 1985, Singer-Songwriter. Slide, The Goo Goo Dolls, Neutral, 1998, Rock. Song Groove, Michael Jackson, Anti-Abortion, 1987, Pop. Song X, Neil Young, Neutral, 1995, Singer-Songwriter. Spin, Taking Back Sunday, Anti-Abortion, 2006, Rock. That Hospital, Luden Wainwright III, Anti-Abortion, 1995, Singer-Songwriter. These Three Things, Typo Negative, Anti-Abortion, 2007, Metal. Third Planet, Modest Mouse, Neutral, 2000, Rock. This Time, John Elefante, Anti-Abortion, 2013, Singer-Songwriter. Tomorrow, Matt Kearney, Anti-Abortion, 2004, Country. A Tool to Scream, Zhao, Anti-Abortion, 2001, Metal. To Zion, Lauren Hill, Anti-Abortion, 1998, Rap, R&B. Traffic, Stereophonics, 
Anti-Abortion, 1997, Rock. Unborn Child, Seals and Crofts, Anti-Abortion, 1974, Rock. The Unseen, Ghetto Boys, Anti-Abortion, 1992, Rap. Warm Sentiments, Arrested Development, Anti-Abortion, 1994, Rap. Water and Bridges, Kenny Rogers, Anti-Abortion, 2006, Country. What It's Like, Everlast, Neutral, 1998, Rock. What's Going On, Remy Ma with Keisha Cole, Neutral, 2006, Rap. When Under Ether, PJ Harvey, Pro-Choice, 2007, Rock. White Crosses, Against Me, Pro-Choice, 2010, Punk. Willie May, Steve Arrington, Pro-Choice, 1985, Singer-Songwriter. Woman Child, Harry Shapin, Neutral, 1972, Singer-Songwriter. You Can't Be Too Strong, Graham Parker, Anti-Abortion, 1979, Singer-Songwriter. You Versus Them, Shanae Aiko, Neutral, 2011, Rap R&B. You're Having My Baby, Paul Anka, Neutral, 1974, Singer-Songwriter. This concludes my list. Last week on social media, I asked you, my friends and followers, for your predictions about whether there'd be more pro or anti-choice songs on the list. Most of you predicted that there'd be more pro-choice songs. Only one of you predicted there'd be more anti-choice songs. And one of you made a rather astute prediction about R&B and hip-hop songs. And one of you was surprised that there were enough songs about abortion to conduct this study at all. Let's see how you did. Womp womp. Sad trombone, unfortunately, most of you were incorrect. Only 21% of the songs on this list had a pro-choice perspective. Why did I deem that these 21% of songs had a pro-choice perspective? The general themes were equal rights, so specifically calling for laws and rights that protect abortion, or they were songs explicitly about the dangers of abortion being illegal. Even out of these 21%, only one song directly stated in the lyrics that having an abortion improved the quality of that singer's life. 24% of the songs had a neutral message. Now, something about the neutrals, because there's always inherent bias in research And I'm a very biased researcher, which meant that I was very careful. I'm 100% pro-choice, and my neutral might be you're for or you're against. So this is how I determined a song was neutral rather than putting it in the pro or anti-abortion category. If the song was vague or metaphorical or the mention of abortion was brief and not at all what the overall song was about, then I put it in neutral. I also classified it as neutral if it was a narrative that weighed both sides of deciding whether to have an abortion, but didn't state anywhere in the song that either choice was right or wrong. There was no emotionally worded language, no morally worded language. I also included in the neutral songs where the N should be nuanced rather than neutral, meaning that there was positive language toward a pro-choice viewpoint, that the choice should be available while also expressing strong anti-abortion sentiment of guilt and regret over having made the choice to have an abortion. Overall, there were significantly more songs with blatant anti-abortion views, 55% of our list to be exact. These songs tended to fit under one of the following themes, 
guilt, regret over having the abortion, judgment against the woman having the abortion, abortion is murder songs, songs told from the perspective of the fetus, and songs of artists thanking their mother for not having an abortion. Remember, most of the hundreds of Christian rockers with anti-abortion songs didn't even qualify to make my list because these artists never crossed over into mainstream billboard territory. So even if you had disagreed with me about every single neutral song on this list and recategorized them as pro-choice, many of them clearly are not, anti-abortion songs would still be the greatest percentage by over 10 percentage points. In reality, we have about 21% pro-choice to about 55% blatantly anti-choice. In my research, I also included the following decades, the 1970s, the 1980s, 1990s, 2000s, and 2010s. Which decade do you think was the most anti-abortion or the most pro-choice in song? Let's look at the anti-abortion decades first. The greatest percentage of anti-abortion songs charted in the... 1980s. Not too surprising, it was the socially conservative Reagan era, and the second most anti-abortion decade was the 2010s. What? Yes, really. In the decade that just ended, 58% of the abortion songs were clearly anti-abortion, which I guess the pendulum shift and backlash to more socially progressive Supreme Court decisions, which also gave rise to the Tea Party in the Trump era, brought us a return to more anti-progressive music. The 1970s and the 2000s were nearly identical to the overall percentage. They basically had the same numbers as the entirety of all the, all the songs. So both of these decades were also predominantly anti-abortion, but closer to the norms for abortion songs in general. That means, yes, my favorite decade of music with my favorite divas, the 1990s, also had the most pro-choice songs of any decade and also the least anti-abortion songs of any decade. In fact, the 1990s had more pro-choice songs than in every other decade combined. Go 90s. Genre. I categorized each of the 109 songs into one of the following musical genres. R&B, rap, hip-hop, altogether. Pop, rock, country, metal and punk, goth, those were put together. And then singer-songwriter. I hypothesized that country and rap R&B would have the most anti-abortion songs, mainly because I listened to a lot of rap and was already familiar with many of these songs, and country because it's most popular in conservative regions. Granted, both genres of music have huge followings in all parts of the country, but they trend that way. My hypothesis was correct. Country had the greatest percentage of anti-abortion songs, with 80% of the country songs on the list falling into that category. Rap and R&B had 66% of the songs being anti-abortion, but a close third, only two percentage points behind rap R&B was metal and punk, with 64% of its songs being anti-abortion. However, an interesting fact about the metal and punk songs was that the genre also had a higher than average number of pro-choice songs, with 29% of its songs being pro-choice. How is this possible? Turns out that metal and punk is the least neutral. Only 7% of songs in the genre were neutral. Overall, the genre with the fewest number of anti-abortion songs and greatest number of pro-choice songs was rock with 90s rock being the most pro-choice of all. 
you're here in that 90s rock in the grocery store, your friends are making fun of you for listening to it, and you are a social progressive, just know you're listening to the most pro-choice music out there. In the singer-songwriter category, there was the highest percentage of neutral songs, with the majority of these songs being autobiographical or biographical, without taking a clear position on morality. Finally, for the purposes of this episode, let's look at the demographical information I found most interesting, and that's of gender. The songs performed by women artists were 36% anti-abortion, 29% pro-choice, and 35% being neutral. The songs performed by male artists were 61% anti-abortion, 19% pro-choice, and 20% neutral. The women artists were far below the average number of anti-choice and significantly above the number of pro-choice and neutral songs. Meanwhile, the male artists had a significantly higher number of anti-abortion songs. They also had the greatest number by far of abortion is murder songs, but we'll talk about that more next week when we delve into the songs themselves. Of the 77 songs by male solo artists or male bands, only 15 songs expressed pro-choice viewpoints. Men are six times as likely as women to perform anti-abortion songs. And again, this is leaving off the hundreds of Christian rockers who only charted in the Christian rock category. We know that the predominantly male congresspeople and predominantly male judges vote to deny women and transgender people bodily autonomy, but this is clearly reflected in pop culture with male billboard artists reifying this narrative. This was just some overview generalized data for now on next week's episode, going to go further breaking down the five main types of anti-abortion songs, and we'll look at some anti-abortion songs from each genre to see how this narrative has been constructed and reinforced. We'll also examine the highest charting pro-choice songs. Before we go, because this is Life as a Playlist, and on my show we always discuss two songs in greater detail each week, I've chosen, purely subjective here, what I consider to be the most extreme anti-abortion song on this list, as well as the most pro-choice song. Because I don't want to end on a negative note, let's start with the most anti-choice song, titled Abortion is Murder by the alternative metal band P.O.D., It appeared on their debut album, Snuff the Punk, which was released in January of 1994. P.O.D.'s most popular song was Youth of the Nation, which charted in 2001. The band's name stands for Payable on Death, which is a tribute to their Christian theology, and that Jesus died for their sins, so their debt to God has been paid for. But they also claim to be a band of Christian singers and not a Christian band, In fact, they say they've been shunned by the Christian rock genre and are banned from many Christian music stores. Singer Sonny Sandoval says his path is to, quote, walk in the presence of God daily, end quote, and his lyrics include, trigger warning here, yeah, this is hardcore. Why it's so hardcore? Because it's built on the rock. What rock, you ask? The rock of Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's right. Giving you the truth because the truth hurts, you know. Abortion is murder. There's nothing you can say or do to justify the fact that there's a living, breathing baby inside of you. Abortion is murder. Murder, 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 murder. Abortion is murder. So do we all maybe need ah, some deep cleansing breaths? We'll just take a few moments and do that. Okay. 
Now for my favorite pro-choice song, La Femme Fetal by The Diggable Planets. If you weren't a fan of The Diggable Planets in the 90s, go back and find everything they've ever made and then thank me. La Femme Fetal was on their debut album, Reachin', A New Refutation of Time and Space, from 1993. Their biggest charting single, Rebirth of Slick, Cool Like Dat, broke into the top 15 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. They also won the Grammy Award for Best Rap Performance by a Duo or Group in 1994. In 1998, Reachin' was listed in The Source's 100 Best Rap Albums. In 2008, Rebirth of Slick, Cool Like That was ranked number 62 on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs of Hip-Hop. I also wanted to include them because I mentioned that hip-hop had a, yeah, about two-thirds anti-abortion songs, but not all hip-hop artists shared the same view. The lyrics for La Femme Fetal. The pro-lifers harass me outside the clinic and call me a murderer, now that's hate. So needless to say, we're in a mental state of debate. Hey, beautiful bird, I said, digging her somber mood. The fascists are some heavy dudes. They don't really give a damn about life. They just don't want a woman to control her body or have the right to choose. But baby, that ain't nothing. They just want a male finger on the button. Because if you say war, they will send them to die by the score. A boarding mission should be your volition. But if Souter and Thomas have their way, you'll be standing in line, unable to get welfare while they'll be out hunting and fishing. It has always been around, it will always have a niche, but they'll make it a privilege, not a right, accessible only to the rich. Hey, pro-lifers should dig themselves, because life doesn't stop after birth, and to a child born to the unprepared, it might even just get worse. The situation would surely change if they were to find themselves in it, supporters of the H-bomb and firebombing clinics. What type of shit is that? Orwellian, in fact. If Roe versus Wade was overturned, Would not the desire remain intact, leaving young girls to risk their health and doctors to botch and watch as they kill themselves? I don't want to sound macabre, but hey, isn't it my job to lay it on the masses and get them off their asses to fight against these fascists? So whatever you decide, make that move with pride. Sid will be there, and so will I, an insect till I die. Thank you, Diggable Planets, for the one song out of 109 that truly made me feel heard and respected as a woman who has had an abortion. If you listen to this show and you've also had an abortion, I love you and respect you. If you are interested in helping to keep abortion and reproductive rights legal in the United States, we have barely a week until the election and this is the week there are no do-overs. If you have been volunteering and making calls and texting and if you have money, donating money, then that is incredible. But if you haven't and you know that you need to and want to, this is it. This is the last week. So here are six key races that you can text bank or make phone calls for or just donate a few dollars to the campaign. And these are six Senate races. We need to flip the Senate. So John Hickenlooper in Colorado Doug Jones in Alabama, Jamie Harrison in South Carolina, Sarah Gideon, she's fighting for Susan Collins' seat in Maine, Mark Kelly in Arizona, and Cal Cunningham in North Carolina. These are all very close races, and if the Democrats take them, we will for certain flip the Senate. I'm also curious to hear your feedback on today's show. And let me know what types of shows you're interested in me creating. 
Do you like the more personal stories or the more research-based shows like this one? Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or email me at lifeisaplaylist at gmail.com and let me know. Until next time. What do you love about music? To begin with, everything.